0: Welcome to another episode of the attract podcast. I had the pleasure of speaking with Meg, the owner of the joy project, a coaching hub that supports millennials to get unstuck AF and out of their own way. In this episode, we talk about how to get out of your own way and quit playing small so that you can show up unapologetically in your content, connect with people and attract the right types of clients into your world. Having spent five years dragging herself out of her own pity party for one, investing seriously in her personal development and jumping feet first into her thirties, Meg knew she had plenty to share, stuff she kind of wishes we'd learn at school. Meg is all about having fun with her social media and believe it's been the key to attracting her ideal clients so far. Stay tuned for some really amazing actionable steps from Meg too. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, Meg, and welcome to the podcast. I love everything that you talk about in your content. One of the key things that I've seen you talk about is getting out of your own way so that you can step into curiosity and compassion and create joy in your life. I love this. And as business owners, getting out of your own way can be the difference between unapologetically showing up in your content and connecting with your people and keeping your thoughts hidden and playing small. What do you think the biggest challenge is when it comes to expressing ourselves as business owners online?
1: yes one of the most significant challenges that i think business owners face when expressing themselves especially online is well two things fear and like self-doubt so it's this fear of judgment usually criticism or um, a lot of the time you know comparison creeps in and it's about being good enough and that absolutely holds them back from showing up authentically right so they may worry about um what others will think or like i said comparing themselves to competitors and this will absolutely like psychologically
0: it leads to a reluctance to share their true thoughts and ideas would you say as well that social media has created like so much more exposure which which probably contributes to all of that well yeah, I mean if you think even
1: 10 years ago, never mind like 50 years ago, um it, there was a very small minority of us that showed up in newspapers that appeared on you know posters in village halls or were on the radio or you know God forbid the TV and now anybody can be in media if you like. so I see people time and time again beating themselves up that oh i'm just not a natural and i just don't know how to show up and it's like well this is brand new <laughs> this is literally if you think about how long humans have been on the earth this is brand new you weren't supposed to not everybody anyways you weren't supposed to just show up and know how to do
0: this yeah absolutely and, and i feel like particularly with social media there's a lot of pressure to show up and to be the best that you can possibly can and to portray this image do you think
1: yeah and I I don't actually think that's what the general public or like the majority of people are looking for either like we actually do want to see mistakes and the human version of you we don't want it polished to the nth degree
0: because that's not real life Yeah, in fact, it's so interesting that you say that because one of your posts really stands out in my mind and it was the post about um, successful times that felt like shit and I love that and it's so raw, it's unpolished, it's relatable and I think that relatability is the key. Yeah, a
1: hundred percent. Like what I do, my, my business is around coaching people through their lives. It absolutely does not mean that I have my own life (laughs) together. Kind of, you know, I don't have my shit together either. Um, I might be a couple of steps ahead in how to like manage stuff, but absolutely like, you know, some of the things that have happened to me in my life that may look successful, but actually were anything, but um, are probably the things that have made me. Uh, I, I, wouldn't be where I am if they hadn't happened. And I want my audience to know that.
0: Yeah. I love that. And, and you're right. Challenges, failures, they're all part of us and, and the direction, the, the story that we tell. hundred percent completely. Yeah. So what advice would you give to others who want to show up as themselves through their content on social media and shine through it as well?
1: Yeah. Okay. So my my main advice and not everybody's going to like this, um but my advice would be to embrace I'm going to say vulnerability and also authenticity. So Uh, authenticity builds trust and it's going to allow your audience to connect with you on a deeper level. If you took it with like your friendships, right, your closest friendships, you are authentic with your friends. They know the good and the bad and the ugly in you. They know you inside out. Your audience to a degree want to see that as well and they will see through it. When you're not being authentic, um, you know. So if you can be genuine about your experiences, struggles, and your successes, you know, do celebrate your wins as well. Um, you know, share your unique perspective and and your insights without comparing yourself to others. Anecdotally, really, really early in my business, I was following every life coach account i could find right and um 50/50 half because i was learning the trade i wanted to know as much as i could about how to be the best life coach i could be but also because i was starting to think about building a business the marketing oh how do they show up what do they do oh they always have like a a monday morning motivation thing and oh they always do a live on a sunday night and it just filled my brain and it stopped me from basically saying to myself, well, how do I want to show up? How, to what you said, how do I wanna shine? Um, and that, you know, it's about remembering your authenticity, you are your superpower. And it was absolutely what sets you apart in a crowded online space. Like there is
0: nobody who can show up exactly like you but you. I couldn't agree more with that. I love that. It's something I help my clients with as well in terms of messaging because a lot of people find that when they do compare to others, all it really does is cloud their message. It dilutes everything because they're not, they become unclear or they become unsure what their message is about. And it is about sitting back and actually really thinking about who you are, what you're about, what's your unique blend of genius and i think it's so important to connect with that and to connect with your ideal client it's easier said than done i know it's easy to sit here and say you know drown out the noise but of course there are habits and things that you can build around that to help with um cutting out the noise but yeah i couldn't agree more with everything you've said there
1: yeah and i think you know i do remember i was talking to my own um my own coach about this um the other day actually i I know there was a time in my business earlier this year where my um, my sales slowed down. I didn't have as many people contacting me, even like on my stories. I've always been quite good at like engaging people and I just wasn't getting that like, you know, two-way conversation. And it just so happened that I'd just done um, like a load of like um, development in like marketing and I was reading books and listening to podcasts, like really going hell for leather on, basically I decided in my head that I had this massive gap when it came to marketing. And what I realized is that rather than learning all that stuff, which you absolutely have to do when you run a business um, and then applying it in my own way that worked for me, I was trying to kind of like do it all by the rule book like i've i've always been a bit of a sensible sally like almost like i've got to be top of the class kind of thing and actually when it comes to social media there is no top of class you have to absolutely take all those learnings and apply them in a way that works for you it has to work for you and i think what i did was you know trying to tick boxes basically and it just became inauthentic, my content was probably quite samey. You could probably have a flick through the explore page on Instagram and find 10 other posts on the exact same stuff that I was covering, but in the exact same way. And, and, And that's the thing. It's not necessarily that you need to find like, you know, a topic to talk about that nobody else has ever talked about. It's what's your take on it? How do you want to bring it to life? And, um, and I missed that. And that was a really good lesson for me to kind of haul it back and be like, right, not, not let's start again, but let's go back to when, and this is what I was talking to my coach about, going back to when I was still in training, I was still in a full-time job. It wasn't my business, you know, full-time business yet. And I was literally doing it because I loved it. I was creating the content because it was fun and I believed in it. And, and my audience,
0: you know, they responded to that. Yeah, absolutely. And I can really resonate. I've gone through a really similar thing myself. So I I really hear everything that you're saying there. And I totally agree with what you said about you are your superpower. And I think the more you just lean into that, lean in with playful curiosity, the easier it's going to be to connect, to sell, to whatever it is you want to do with your content, really. Yeah, absolutely, completely. So if we think about actionable takeaways that people listening today can perhaps go away and implement, go and try and find a way of showing up, be authentic, be vulnerable. Are there any ways that you might suggest that they go and do that? Yeah, so if if to kind of get
1: on with it and that we're actionable, I would say, um, so first one, self-awareness. Take the time to understand your values, your passions. I would say purpose, but I actually think of it more as your mission. Um, so what are your values, your passions and your mission behind your business? And if I can take a moment, the reason that I don't say purpose is I actually separate purpose and mission. Um, so people, a lot of people might say, oh, you know, whatever my purpose is, is That's like what I want to do career wise in life. And actually I think that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. So I always used to think my purpose was to help people. So I've had a few different jobs, worked in different industries, different careers before landing on coaching. And I'm like, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. But throughout all those careers and industries, um, I always helped people. whatever it was that I did there was always an underlying I'm helping people the problem was the more I started to really resonate with that as a purpose it then kind of starts to bleed into oh well I have to help friends and family and my partner and, and you know whatever it is so about a year ago I actually separated them my mission business career whatever it is is to help people my purpose is to live a joyful life, to be healthy, to have fun. And actually all of that will only support my mission, which is to help other people because I can't help other people if I'm not living this lovely, like joyous life. So as the side note, that's that's why I would say values, passions and your mission. So take time to really understand what they are. Um, and this is all part of your self-awareness. When you align your content with those core values, with what you're really truly passionate about and with your mission, you're just naturally gonna show up more authentically. So that would be my first one, self-awareness. The other thing I would say is, this is quite a big one actually, and it's one that I work on all the time is, let go of perfectionism so (laughs) perfectionism can hinder your authenticity because all you're going to do is overthink and and this is the most important point is you filter your true voice so when you're trying to be absolute perfect perfect actually boring if everybody was perfect everybody would be the same so the more you try to be perfect, and whatever you believe that to be, you are just gonna filter out what we said earlier: what is your superpower? What is you? So, you know, you have to embrace imperfections, be be willing to learn mistakes and also learn from them. And so, one point on mistakes, actually. Mistakes are hindsight. So at the time when you were creating that content doing that live writing that email campaign whatever it was you weren't in that moment thinking oh this is going to be a mistake we only think that looking backwards and that's what i mean about you know embracing imperfections and your audience will will appreciate your genuine like effort so you know some of the Uh, instagrams or you know just kind of people that i follow on social media um i follow them because and i love what they do because they're not perfect and they i do feel like i genuinely am seeing the real version of them we as humans we're really good at spotting when people are putting it on so yeah so self-awareness um uh, let go of perfectionism and then the last one and this might seem really straightforward but i i think it's important still i'm still going to say it don't forget to engage with your audience (laughs) i know it sounds really stupid but you know actively listen to your audience's needs their concerns their feedback you know if if somebody says like I love this, you know, on a on a piece of content, respond back. I'd love to know what you what did you like about it? It doesn't have to be salesy or anything. It's you genuinely trying to find out what is it about you loved about that? Why did why did it resonate with you? Um so you know, responding to messages, comments genuinely almost when I talk to people in my DMs or in my comments or whatever, because I'm remembering my mission is to help people, I'm not even thinking about trying to sell a one to one package to them or get them into my latest group program. I just want to get curious about who they are, you know, how they found me, why they're still hanging around. And from that, I think that's when you start to build that really supportive community around your business. And um, they're the people that always sign up for your master classes they always want those freebies they're always interacting with your stories because they're in they're in your inner circle they're in your community you know do that and you are going to foster this sense of belonging and over time if you consistently keep doing that you're encouraging more and more people to do it um and that
0: just builds and builds and builds right absolutely what I love about that last point from the perspective of showing up is that the more you connect with your audience the more you're gonna feel like you say that you belong there and you're gonna feel less isolated it's not gonna feel like you're just showing up to nobody so I think that's such an important thing to remember and practice every day Um, I also think that when you focus on that community and you're responding to people and you're actually having those genuine conversations all that does is strengthen your messaging and and what you're saying what you're showing up with around your ideal client around your community as opposed to all the people around you and what they're doing i actually think it's quite a smart way of cutting out the noise as well to really focus on engaging with your community yeah a hundred percent and i know i said
1: earlier about coaching accounts that i followed when i first started getting getting going haven't followed them all (laughs) you know later down the line i was just like actually do you know what they're the noise and they're not part of my community this is my community these people that i have here and okay yes we're in business this is our livelihoods making money etc but also you have through social media i think it's very different to websites and your email list and all that kind of thing your social media specifically you have a responsibility to to cultivate that and to to look after that and to make sure that people are getting the right information you know especially for small businesses you don't have a pr team you don't have a a crisis comms team or whatever that are going to you know swoop in and and sort that all out so yes all right again many hats but one of them is that you have a responsibility to really look after your social media and look after the people that are in it, because if you don't, they will leave, they will unfollow, they will unsubscribe. Um, And that's not to say, you know, this whole thing of, oh, you should be showing up every single day. It's what works for you. Your audience will then get used to that as well. it's like a constantly moving feast, right? But it's, and that's what I mean about letting go of perfection. Like you're never gonna get to perfection because before you know it, threads appears, or before you know it, all of a sudden, I don't know, we've jacked in reels and reels aren't a thing anymore, or I don't know, Google stops your emails getting through, or you know, whatever it is it's a constantly moving feast. So remember your values, remember what you're passionate about, remember what your mission is, and just bit by bit. It's, just, it's the same as I would do with clients in like a life coaching call. Bit by bit, step by step, we're just scratching away at it, but remembering in the back of your mind the why. What's What's your why? Big question, but what's your why? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree. A really important question. And everything that you've mentioned there, it's building solid foundations, isn't it? And once you've built those solid foundations, whenever the next thing comes along, if something happens, it's so much more manageable because you've got this strong foundation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know when Threads got released the other week, people like going mad. Like, I've got a coaching group with with the women that I trained with and they were like, oh my God, do I need to do Threads now? And it's like do you have the capacity? Do you want to, you know, it's nobody's going to make you.
0: I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. It's such an important question. Do you want to, because if you don't want to do it, you're not going to realistically commit to it. So I think that is the most important question to ask. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Just another thing that I want to switch on as well, because I found it so interesting what you said about people spotting in, in in authenticity and kind of being able to tell when you know you're not really being yourself. I think there's been a real shift, even quite recently actually, towards that, and people do want to see the slightly more unpolished versions. I've seen people talking about how they're just sending people a, a Google document as opposed to a sales page, just to give that kind of. That's just one example, but just that kind of more raw authentic feel do you do you see that happening as well yeah
1: and i think that's another thing about taking the pressure off right because and i'd go back to this idea of uh, 10 20 years ago we didn't think about everybody being on social media like it we weren't all going to be on like this media platform right and then what also comes with that is like websites then so I do see a shift, especially maybe it's because of the pandemic, I'm not sure, but this idea of small businesses, solopreneurs, being self-employed. I don't remember when I was younger thinking that was my goal in life was to be self-employed. I've ended up that way and it's what's best for me. But, you know, that's only been the last couple of years. So websites, I don't know, like, you know setting up sales pages and funnels and finances and all that stuff, um, you could go crazy making that so complicated. Actually, if you made it straightforward and easy and just give people the information that they want and I don't know, you know use financing programs that are available, don't try and overdo it, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely, I agree. There's an authenticity to that. That's a. There's a rawness to that, but it's also giving you space to spend more time doing the things that you love, right? So, I would, as an example, like, like I do like making content. I'm really, really into social media. Um, I I love being creative and, and what have you. And probably should have been an actress in a previous life, like reels and stuff. i like, don't bother me. Like, I'll crack on all day. Um but I know sales really scare me. Not a massive fan of it. So actually I have a really straightforward system. I have discovery calls with people because you know that's a superpower of mine. Let me get to know you. I just wanna to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I won't actually try and pitch or anything in a call. I'll probably get told off not for doing that. Um, but the fail safe for me is I'm gonna send you an email afterwards, I'm gonna give you all the information, it's over to you. No pressure, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I could have these big ridiculous sales pages that send you down funnels and I could have, I don't know, the emails that get sent to you automatically following the discovery call and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll go there one day. But right now, this works for me it keeps me where i need to be it keeps me consistent with you know my business and it allows me that space to do the stuff that i really love to do which is where my real energy comes comes through so yeah i would massively agree with that like let's use a google form use a google document like you know don't worry about overdoing it don't worry about spending so much money because that guru told you that you needed that and then that mentor said
0: no no you need that you know what works for you I really like your perspective there around simplicity, you know, doing it because it's simple, doing it so that you can put your energy elsewhere. Nearly all of my clients come to me and they say they don't necessarily want to be spending hours and hours on social media. They do want to use it. But like you, their energy comes when they're coaching. Most of them are coaches or doing the work that they do. And I think everybody would probably take a, a sort of deep sigh, a, bit, a breath of relief when they know, actually, you don't need to do all of these complicated things. Keep it simple. Make it work for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because I think another thing that I, you know, I kind of almost tied myself in knots with when I first started the business was like the, the, the exact calendar appointment program that I needed to use and having all these different subscriptions set up. And, you know, I, honestly, I went through so many different online programs about what was to, and even like link in bio, like, oh, you should just link tree, or should you just want that one, you know, all this different stuff. And actually, like, it was as simple as okay, somebody might direct message me, they want some information. What is the simplest and the fastest way that I can get them the information that, that they want? And another way of thinking of this as well actually and um, is how would you want to receive that information because especially with coaches I know that I do tend to coach people that are quite similar to me so I'm like okay if, if I was looking for a coach what would I be looking for on their social media I want to get a really good idea of who they are as a person um, you know, so I can see whether the, 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 vibe is there and then I'm looking for a link. I want to know how to get into contact with them. I kind of want to know costs up front. that makes me feel better. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. Okay. There are my non-negotiables for my information behind my social media, behind my marketing. So if I apply that to me, how easy is it to get in touch? Am I really transparent with my costs? how easy is it to drop me an email or book a call in with me and that that alone is really nice like test basically that we can do every now and again of oh actually it takes some five steps just to find out what my email address is or whatever it is okay I'm gonna simplify that you simplify that for your client surely you're simplifying it for yourself in
0: in the process yeah, absolutely. Stepping into the shoes of your ideal client is such a valuable exercise to do, it. And, and actually something that I think everybody can benefit from doing every couple of months, or maybe even more often than that, because you know things change. We might see that something's missing, and links broken, whatever it might be. And even asking them, going back to your clients perhaps, and saying like, you know, was it easy to sign up? And you know, w- w- could there be anything that made things easier for you to make easier for you to make that decision? I I think it's about closing the gap between your audience and your offer. And making sure that like you say that all of the information that they need is available. And probably the best way to do that is exactly as you've said, keep it simple
1: yeah yeah and it's also um it's also like getting out of your own head a little bit in the way of i'm really dropping myself in this here but i know when i first started like setting up my social media and stuff and like i had the, the the content was there to like draw people in but then um people would like message me and they'd be like you know so how do i work with you or what's your partnerships look like or you know whatever the question was and in my head, I was like, oh my God, it's so obvious. Like you just go to my link and then you go there and there and there and there and there there and there and there, there and there and there and there's all the information. It's so straightforward. And I had to, for want of a better phrase, pull my head out of my ass and be like, It's obviously not that straightforward. They've had to reach out and ask you. They're not watching every single one of your stories. They're not picking up every single one pieces of your content, you know, your link tree or whatever it is that you're using is actually not that straightforward. Um, So you're right, you know, what are your clients? Well, what are they telling you by what they're not telling you? (laughs) Because if they're not saying, I've read it, I'm in, let's go then you know, where where are they not getting the information? Where are you almost doing them a disservice, if you like, by making them go look for the
0: information? Yes. Yeah. And then you'll probably quite quickly fill those gaps once you do that. Yeah. So my final question, how do you feel you're building your business on your terms? Oh, this is
1: such, this is so close to home, right? Because this is a massive topic that I've been like working through on my business. Like I've, I've really been thinking about this recently and building my business on my terms means staying true to, to my values, to my mission And I'm also gonna say, and to like my vision of what I want my business to be. I don't have this like five, 10 year plan of exactly what I want to um, achieve, but I do have a vision in terms of, I know how I want it to feel. I know what I wanna be welcoming in. I know what opportunities, i want to make available to me and that's a really gorgeous visualization exercise and i would hope that if i'm doing that work in my brain that's going to filter through into my content as well i would hope so you know i'm prioritizing my self awareness um Uh, continuous like personal growth so you know I have a coach as well I'll work with mentors you know whatever the gap is I will try to fill it I will try to learn as long as I'm doing it you know filtered through Meg (laughs) and that is going to allow me to provide authenticity and also it makes me a more compassionate coach as well don't get me wrong setting boundaries um creating i'm um, creating like a healthy i don't like to say work life balance it's more like work life um i think of it more as like a blend um than a, than a i don't see it as a seesaw i see it as a few different things because and the reason i have it as a blend the reason i use that phrase is because uh, like so, I love my job. I absolutely love my job, and it does start to blend a little bit into my, you know, personal life as well. But I'm okay with that because I actually think my job makes me like a nicer person to be around, anyways. And um, but you know, still setting boundaries, creating that healthy work life blend, um, avoiding burnout. I have ADHD, so I have to think about. I'm not going to call it a complication, but I have to think of what comes with that because i'm probably a bit more susceptible to burnout i also this is probably really badly to say i also think if you love your job (laughs) you're also more susceptible to burnout because you find it really hard to like get out of it (laughs) because you just love being in it but embracing my unique strengths superpowers experiences as well you know I'm then going to be able to offer a coaching approach that resonates with my ideal client and, you know, reaching that mission, helping people. My role, if you like, is to inspire and to empower people to get to I don't like using the phrase full potential, because I think your potential is like infinite, but to get further than they thought possible, I would say. So, you know my content and the way i'm building my business i want to share my insights my experiences and help people navigate their challenges so i need to be doing that too i need to be compassionate to myself and as i'm building the business and navigating my own challenges <laughs> you know being kind to myself supporting myself encouraging myself that's how i'm going to build it on my terms because it's it's intrinsic it's 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 focused
0: inwards i love that answer i was hooked on your every word there i could definitely resonate as well with not really shutting off because you love it so much you know i can sit there and i I come up with a new idea and i have to write it down there and then (laughs) yeah yeah literally
1: like 2 a.m Boyfriends, like, please get off your laptop, kind of thing. And I'm not because there's a boss over my shoulder or I've got a deadline. I'm like, this is all me. (laughs) Like, I'm doing it because I love it. Like, you know, and, and that's, yeah, I think there's, I saw something the other day that was saying about, you know, kind of as you, as you navigate through life and it's that thing of like like day by day but what I think we forget is that even though things are like gradually happening your experience your knowledge making mistakes having good experiences whatever it is even though it's gradually happening we forget you go oh my god look where i was a year ago look where i was 6 months ago look where i was 3 months ago you know and that's that's why i always say to clients as well about celebrating wins it could be the smallest thing but it's worth celebrating because it's something you didn't have yesterday.
0: That is so true. Yeah, really important. Yeah, a small thing, but it can make such a difference, can't it? Something else that really stood out to me there as well, such a good question there that you talked about asking yourself when it comes to building your business on your terms, how do you want this to feel? That's so important. And actually you can extend that across everything. How do you want it to feel when you're sharing your content? How do you want the people who are consuming that content to feel? Like it's such a good question to ask I think
1: yeah and I think it's probably another thing that I've learned maybe the hard way you know when I was doing my training around what a a one-to-one partnership should look like or um you know exactly what you should be talking about on social media and I think I took all that verbatim like as law and actually it was just good advice it was it was a guidebook, if you like and I know very like new into my business and stuff and I used to work in event management and love running events. And I was like, oh, I really want to run a retreat. But I was almost like, you can't yet because you haven't been a life coach for that long. And then it was like, throw the rule book out the window. Like, I'm just going to do it and did it. But again, I've started thinking about that in my um products as well so not just with my content with my products so if i'm thinking about my content like how do i want to get it across how do i want people to feel when they're reading it all that kind of stuff same as building my business how do i want my business to feel i think about it with my products as well okay somebody's gonna come on my retreat how do i want them to feel when they leave the retreat i'm gonna launch a new group program how do i want people to feel doing this group program I think we try so hard to think about getting across in our marketing and stuff about like these are the outcomes you're going to get and and this is exactly what's going to happen to you and actually it doesn't life doesn't work that way anyways but you probably can start to get people thinking about that that feeling just and and that's the visualization work and the imagining and and all that kind of thing but yeah it's something I, I probably have to remind myself to do it a lot when i get so into it but yeah how how do i want it to feel and in those moments remembering okay i you know i don't know i wanted this program to feel impactful okay i'm going to remind myself of that Does this feel impactful? Mm, No, it kind of feels a bit icky or whatever. Right, what what do I need to do? I guess you can probably apply it across the board, but honestly, I, I think I say this to my clients way too much, but it's like, don't shame yourself. Don't judge yourself. Just get curious. That's all you're doing. Just get curious about what you're creating, building, making, delivering, whatever it is, apply some curiosity that takes off the pressure that takes off the judgment. And it's going to sound really cheesy. But that is when the magic happens.
0: I agree. I couldn't agree more, actually. I think everything that you said there, I can really relate to. And I just want to say thank you for coming on today. I think it's been such a valuable conversation. I think the listeners are going to really resonate with this. I think you've shared some really great takeaways for people to go away and implement. I think you'll probably have inspired a lot of people as well and and really got them thinking.
1: Yeah, no problem. Well, thank you for having me.